Unbelievable simcha, unbelievable. Right here in the Da family, today's cheer is being sponsored by the chef and Rosenstein families in honor of the engagement of their children, Tamima and Zev. The both, both big participants in the shir. And the shatchan is also from the shir. Levi Freeman and his wife are the shatchan. So we have a three-way shir shidduch. Unbelievable simcha. Ari tells me that as I was saying yesterday, I was saying over the maisa with the dove, the golden dove. And one of the examples I brought is if a, if a girl has a shidduch, that's a golden dove. And he looks over to Kenny and he, they both winked at each other during the shir. I had no clue that they're getting engaged, but it was, it was beautiful. Oh, Mazdov Kenny, Mazdov. This has to be hung up. On a different note, first of all, I would like to uh, thank Hillel for coming back. He always comes back with treats, coffee, a lot of coffee. Beautiful. Hillel. One of the Bnei Achabura put on the, oh, Mazel Tov Ari, Mazel Tov. One of the Bnei Achabura put on the chat uh, the other day that he had his first son. I hear that there, there's a need for Tehillim. The kidneys are for Shlema, so we'll put this up also. We should learn. You can put it, maybe, because it's not really sponsored, just to remind us to Learn. All right. Few emails before we jump into this. Very long daf from the longest. Don't 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 move back. Don't. Move. Thank you. All right. Rabbi Stefanski, I enjoy watching his shear, but I prefer Jonathan to give the daf instead. Yehuda. Here's another one. Shocked. And disturbed at what took place at the Shir Rish Chodesh Adar. Friam Friedman. Dear Aveli, I recently began watching the Shir and I've really enjoyed it and gotten a lot out of it. However, I was shocked and disturbed at what took place at the beginning of the Shir Rish Chodesh Adar. Some weird guy got up and started talking and wouldn't let you speak. And then went off on some strange tangent. He said his name is Stefanski, but of course that's not true. This kind of wildness shouldn't take place at a Shir, but only well on a safari. Signed, shocked and disturbed, Ephraim Friedman. P.S. Hey John, thanks for the suggestions for your lot. It's really working out great down here. So I guess it's uh, John's friend. Shkoyach. And here is a very nice email I received from Sammy. Sammy Moraim. Dear Rebelli, on my monthly travels to London. I know. Reboi say this is a no, no driving zone. Over here too. Baruch Hashem, I've been getting up at 5 a.m. for the one and only daf Yoimi Shir. I was presently, pleasantly surprised that John Stefanski was delivering the daf yesterday and also happy he didn't see attached photos. So, two nice pictures. First of all, he's showing in the picture how Jonathan was holding onto the cup of water with his left hand, a big no-no. Of course, it's supposed to be done in the right hand. Unless he's a lefty, but he's holding it with his left hand right now. Okay, fine. 
Over here, it, this is a beautiful picture, I like this. In the background, you see the shear. In the foreground, you see what time, 5.15 a.m. There's a person who never really did the daf before. Hashtag, mamish changed my life. Woke up at 5.15 London time, especially to hear Rabbi John Stefanski, he writes. On a serious note, what? I, I forgot to look this word up. Siliqui. Siliqui. On a serious note, yesterday when you went on a siliquay, pirush, an act of speaking one's thoughts aloud, when by oneself, or regardless of any hearers, especially by the character in play. Talking about realizing the golden doves we have in our lives, it completely changed my davening at Moidim. My heart was full of akars atoiv, and I even had tears of joy. What an incredible way to begin Rishchidosh Adar, Mishinichnas Adar, Marbim Besimcha, see you Friday Bez Hashem. Huge thank you for the joyous daily daf in Ashkina Shoira Elamitoich Simcha, Sammy Morheim. Gewaldig. Okay, beautiful email, Yishkoyach, with the pictures and everything. And now you may find your seats, Rabbi Isai. Now, for the third time, I will say Mazel Tov to Levi. Levi himself is here. He's the Shatchan, or his wife is, whatever the two of them together. We're still holding in the bottom of Nun Gimelon Bays, about to finish the parak. The children who are learning brachas, the Rebbe says, repeat after me. They say it over and over. Can you say Amen? Of course, you can't say Amen. They're not talking to the Rebbe Shalom, they're just. Trying to memorize it. Rashi learns that they're not saying the Aftarah. We have issues. Okay, Baruch Hashem. If they're saying the Aftarah, like there are in Yerushalayim, you see it often, like a young kid will read the Aftarah. So, what? Simchas Torah, when they have Aliyahs, are you allowed to say Amen? Are they just being Islamic? Are they just training themselves for when they get older? Rabbi Isai noticed the beautiful ceiling. Ah, it's starting to come together. And the beautiful windows still up for sponsorship. How much? $2,500 per window, he said. Okay, great. The ceiling is a little different. A, we'll, give, we'll give it away for $35,000. Beautiful, beautiful ceiling. It's coming together. All right. If a person is makbid on anointing his hands with oil, so he can't say Birkis HaMazim without the oil. He's a, he's a mafunik, that's the minig in that place, to use oil before, they, before they're done with the meal. So it's not surprising to me at least, I did a little check, all these names don't appear anywhere in Shas. Rabbi Ziloi, Rabbi Zivoi, Eni Ma'akiv. No, if, even if you're makbid on oil, you can make Birgit Samazim without it. Rabbi Acho Emer, this does appear in Shas, obviously. Shemen Toiv Ma'akiv. Good oil, if that's your thing, and you, it has a fragrance to it, it is Ma'akiv. Next, Rabbi Zuhumai, also doesn't appear in Shas anywhere. And that, that's the lotion of Zuhama. How would you say Zuhama in English? Anybody? It's, filth is not the right Z, Zihum So, okay 
Okay, nobody has a good, so I'm not the only one that can't come up with it. Okay, you all know what I'm talking about. Zuamo. It's almost more like a ruchni's uh, like, uh, like, uh, impurity. Impurity. Okay, impurity. That's a good. That's a good one. I like that one best. Kesheim shem zuam posel avoido kachyodayim zuamo is posel psulo is the bracha. You can't use it for the avoid the mesamelish, so it's too. You can't make a bracha with it. Omer of Nachum bar Yitzchok. Ano loizi loi veloizi voi veloizu mayudano. I don't know about these names. I don't know about these people. El masnisi yudano. I rather I, I prefer to go to the brayz in Omer Rav Yudom Rav. You have to wash your hands until it's done. You have to do my machroinim. You do have to do sicha shemen. You have to anoint your hands before. That's And with that, we finish. Says the Mishnah. This is the final parak in our Masechta. A huge Mishnah and massive dapin with many, many words on them. Probably, I don't know if this is the largest parak or dapin in Shas like that, but right up there in top three. And there are no more Mishnahis in the, in the Masechta. That's it. So this is the last Mishnah in the Masechta, and the Gemara is going to explain everything that we're going to be learning here. Wow, chocolates. Here, put it in front of the camera so they can see. Give this to me. Oh, oh. The streets. Beautiful. Okay, Shkoyach Bensi. That's okay. We got it. That's Three trays like that. Beautiful. I'm good. Haroya Mokoim Shinasu Boy Nisim Israel. If a person sees a place, and the, the mission is going to describe later, like the place of Kriyas Yamsuf. What if you live right there? Do you say it every day? No. Once every 30 days. So we stop right here. Tosis points out that in, for the entire parak, anytime we mention the word Baruch, it means Baruch Ato Hashem Elikeinu Melech Ha'ilam. Fine. Those words. Baruch Shosen Nisim Lavo Yiseinu Ba'Mokim Azeh. So you say Bracha. My forefathers, thousands of years ago, they crossed over here. They had a nace. Without that nace, we wouldn't be here. Mokoim shenekro mimenu avedizoro. If you're in a place that avedizoro is uprooted, Taisus points out, or Yerushalmi, that it has to be in all of Eretz Yisrael. Oime baruch shokar avedizoro miyaretzenu. You uprooted completely from our land. Alazikin, the Gemara is going to describe what that is. Valazvois, on earthquakes. Valroamim on thunder, valaruchois. We have to see why we, in our days, we say on lightning. On major mountains. On hills. And on seas. On rivers. Major rivers. Similar to the ones mentioned in the Torah. Valamid Baros, major deserts, Oimer, Baruch, Oise, Maisa Baratius. Again, Barkato Hashem, Alikinu Melchilom, Oise Maisa. Review the Oimer. Harois Ayama Godel. Remember who's the one that says in the Mishnah that when it comes to Bari Priya Adama, you got to break it down into parts. You have to be more specific on small grains, whatever you say, Zraim. On greens, you say, Deshaim. So who is that? Who was that? Review the. 
Rebuda says also when it comes to, you have to be a little bit more specific. Whether it's the Atlantic, the, the Mediterranean, we're going to see later on in a few dav. As long if you live in Miami, on the ocean, you don't say it every day. If you don't see it, every, every 30 days, once every 30 days. Now, that's something that's fixed, like an ocean, like a mountain. All these things, that you could say every day, basically. If the storm moves out and comes back in, you'd say a bracha all over again, because it's a brand new thing, it's a brand new lightning. It's a brand new earthquake. On great news, you say, Again, the whole thing. If you built a brand new home, or the Mishnah Brewer Paskins, if you buy a new home, for you it's new, it could be used. It could be 20 years old, but for you it's new. Or if you bought new clothing, so for you it's new. What if you bought used clothing? For you it's new. Yeah, you make a on used Yeah, if for you it's new and you like it, yeah, you have to it, you have to say it's chasha for you. If you're a multimillionaire and a thousand dollar suit means nothing to you, you don't make a bracha. If you're a pauper and a $10 shirt means the world to you, so you make a bracha on it. So the rich guy's not making a suit even if he gets a handmade from Italy, he's not making a suit. No, if, if he's excited about it, yes. yes he's not excited. It doesn't he's matter. He's not excited. It has to do with his excitement. <laughs> exactly. Very good. Literally. We don't know. No, he, want, he wants to take over, I see. He's a London. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Throwing in the... <laughs> I got to be careful here. The emails are coming in. They want Jonathan. It's not the Hefter, he said. It's the Gavra. Very good. Literally. I told you. I don't know if I told you, but I don't want to mention his name. But you can ask my wife. She was a witness, the wealthiest guy in Chicago at the time. He invited me and my wife to his house, and there was a huge room with, I made a Cheshven. I forgot how big it was. It was 250 Brioni suits. A Brioni suit costs over $5,000. He showed them to us. We opened. He said, all these are, there's not a single one not Brioni. So I said, I don't believe you. He said, so pick any one you want. So we picked, each one had a shirt and a tie and cufflinks matching the shirt. 250, that's two and a half million dollars worth of suits. Right there, something like that. I made the cheshman, a suit room. So if he, just for his suits, he probably won't make, even on a Brioni. I don't, it's 200, I don't know if he wore them all. Even in a suit made of diamonds. Exactly. You know what I'm talking about? You can ask Fagi, she doesn't lie. Anyways, on the, on the flip side, I once bought a, an expensive suit on eBay for $30. Back in the day, it was 15 years ago, and I came into Shul, I, I, I asked my uh, uncle, I said, let me see your suit. So he opens it up, and he shows it to me, I said, how much did that cost you? He goes, $1,200. I said, ha I bought it for 30. So he said, he looks, he was very mad. He goes, that probably came off a dead person. <laughs> I never wore the suit again, never. I put it back in my, I put it back in my closet. And what's interesting is that the, a bakr came in from New York for Shiduchim, and I see him wearing this. I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm here for Shidduch. I said, you're going to Shidduch in that suit? It was like, like, he, like he slept on it or something. It was, 
So I said, oh, I have the perfect suit for you. You're my height. I gave him the suit. He says, I have to pay. I said, I'm, you know, I'm not taking money for this. He says, like, wow, this is a good suit. It's a famous suit. Motsi Shabbos, I find a $100 bill in my, in my mailbox. I, never, I, I couldn't find him. I don't know who he is. So I made money on my suit. <laughs> All right, Zog the Gemara. I'm a dead guy. I'm a dead guy, guy suit. So. <laughs> so if it's great for you, you make a bracha. <laughs> if you're watching the shir, I'll give it back to you. We're, I hope you got married. Ramosh <laughs> Feinstein says that even on a car, on a kalim, literally on a kli, if it's, if, it make, if it's exciting for you, you make a shechiyanu. And by the way, on a, on, a, on a beged, if it doesn't need to be tailored, because if it needs to be tailored, you make it afterwards. If there's a mixture of good and bad, you make a bracha, the Gemara is going to describe, let's say a bad thing happened to you, but it's actually good, you have like water coming through your field, you have water coming through your field, and so it ruined your crop, but it's good for your field because it's a fertilizer, make a bracha. You scream on something that's too late. For instance, your wife is pregnant. I wish it's a boy. It's too late. It's already decided. He heard a scream. I hope that fire, I hope that, that, that whatever it is, it's not in my house. It's too late. He could say, I hope it doesn't cause any harm. Or what. But don't say it shouldn't be in my house because it already happened. He goes into a really bad place. He should say a bracha when he walks in and when he gets out in, in, in one piece. He makes four brachas. As he's walking in, he makes a bracha and as he gets in and nobody harmed him, he's not shut up, he makes another bracha. You have to make a bracha on the, on the bad, just like you make on the good. This is not the raya. And the, the Mishnah explains, two, vez, two vezim. One for each yetzer. And you're supposed to actually have kavana. The Mishnah Buru brings this. You think about this when you say shema. means, you have to give up your life. The Ramah says, even on Eloisa, you have to give up all your money. It comes from measurement. No matter what Akash throws your direction, that doesn't look very safe. So in the Bayes Rishon, Rashi says, only in the Bayes Rishon. Here's the Shar Mizrach. You have a direct line all the way to Kodesh HaKadoshim. That's a problem. But there's a doorway here to get into Kodesh HaKadoshim. And by Shani, it wasn't so much a doorway, it's from the side. Therefore, you don't have the same issue of being Mekel Rosh, acting with Leitzonis right over here, which in Bay Shani doesn't have a direct line. Okay. You like Kodesh Lahar, yeah? It says in the Pasuk, which by the way tells us also according to some in Halacha, there's a mitzvah deraisa to pick up dirty tissues off the floor because of Mikdash Tiro and a isa deraisa to throw a dirty tissue on the floor according to some. So from this Pasuk, Mikdash Tiro, obviously he's talking about the base You shouldn't walk in with your walking stick. With your shoes, 
and with your money belt, and dust on your feet, which the Gemara describes, you should definitely not spit in the base HaMikdosh. Let's see if I have it here. This is what it looked like in the base HaMikdosh, the first bayis. Baruch HaTah Hashem. This, we're talking about a Shmon Esri. Every bracha. Baruch Hashem Elikei Yisrael Min Na'olam. They wouldn't say the red. Baruch Choynin Hadas. That's how they said a bracha. And they would answer, Baruch Shinkvayin Machusin Na'olam Ba'ed. Then they instituted, you add the parentheses. That's what they added. So let's see inside. Just until Adoilam. They said there's only one world, there's no world to come. From our world to the other world. You should use Akash Baruch's name. Shenemar, like Boyaz, Vina Boyaz, Bobin Base Lechem, Bayom, Elkoysim, Hashem, Imochem. Use Hashem's name. Vayom Ruloi, Yivarechacho Hashem. So they, they answered in Hashem's name. Voimer, Hashem Imcho, Giber El Choyel. Voimer, Altovoz, Kizokni Imecho. Zokno, that the Skanim, even though the Skanim, you should still respect them. Voimer, you should learn from them. There's a time that you have to do against what the Torah says, or at least it looks like it, says Rashi. Sometimes you do literally against, but in our situation you do something that looks as if you're doing against the Torah. Nasan Oimer most explained that he's just coming to explain he's not being mechulik. The Rambam says he's mechulik. Sometimes you do against the Torah, something that looks like it's against the Torah. The Torah says... You should seek out peace with all cost, even if it means mentioning Hashem's name. If that's what makes your friend feel good, a lot of people use this lightly. Oh, I don't have to learn now. I'm just going to go to somebody's this, that. But that's the concept. Okay. So how do you know? That you make a, a bracha when you go to the place that there's a nace, you pass by there. We learn from Yisroi. Baruch Hashem, Asher Hitzel, he uses Hashem's name when he heard about the Nisim. You don't make a bracha on something that happened to an individual. What? Yeah. Here, I put in the question here. I'm not sure there was a question there, but okay. I think it's more of a halacha, and then here's the question. Fine, any way you want to read it. The, the, the main point is the answer. There was a man who went, We're going back to the safari yesterday. I have to apologize. I wanted to go back the whole sugya because the guy was eaten by the lion. I forgot to mention the safari, but over here will be yaitza. So the... Because Jonathan threw me off with the whole Nafalali Arye. So he had a, an encounter with a lion, is avidly niso vitatsimine, and he had a nace. Also the Kamidarov of Omar Lake called Emas the Motis Lahasam Borich Borok Shosalinais Bamokamaza. Anytime you walk by there every 30 days, say the Bracha. My brother of Inav Kazal be packed to Darovois, Utsochalamayu is very thirsty. Savali Niso, Ibrilayna the Maya Vishti. All of a sudden, a little river by his feet, he was able to drink. So it's a nace. 
the same person, crazy camel, attacked him. The wall opened up, and he went inside, and it's famous, the, uh, the wall in France, it's right over here, where Rashi's mother was here, it's in the children's book. Is really the place. Okay, fine. It's hard to believe that it's the actual. Whatever people say that this is it. Look, these are very old stones. Basically, Rashi's mother was here, and one of the guy wanted to destroy her with his horse and buggy, and she went into the wall, and here it is. And people say this is the place. Till today, what's the name of the city? Vermeisen. Ver- what? Worms. 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 Okay. S- similar nisim happened over the years. Different gdoylam, different thing. Fine. What is it? What was the wine? Did I make a brach on this? It's like a shot. Urban legend. Yeah. Same way they said the chair in that bedroom. It's not true. I don't know. I don't think it's true. I don't know. I don't know. I whether the story happened in that city. So we have to understand the wall. The wall is an interesting wall. Why did they build like that? Fine. So look what happened. This one person had two nisim. One was in Arvois and one happened with a camel. So when he got to Arvois, he would mention Arvois first and then the camel, but he mentioned both nisim. With the, with the camel in the water, in the place called Arvis. That's what it says here. That's what it says. The Mechleik is that they bring down the place. Do you have to or not? But in this case, he mentioned both. You mention at least, you mention the place that you're at first, Gomel, and then Arvis. Arvis, then Gomel. So the question is, you see over here that you make a bracha on your own personal nace, Amri. Anis the Rabbim Kuliyama Mechayve When it's a nace that happened to the Tzibur, they have to make a bracha. Anisa the yachid, iu chayev levaruche, he must make a bracha, and no one else. Now, stam la'alacha, if a, a nace happened to somebody's parent, or grandparent, do you make a bracha or not? The answer is, depends when you were born. If you were born after the nace occurred, you wouldn't be in this world without the nace, so every time you go by that place, every 30 days, you have to make a bracha, because it's your life. You wouldn't be here without it. That's how we make brachas on, on Eber Ayardin. But if you're already born and your father had a thing, then you could say it, but not the grandchildren. You, but Kol Yaitzah Chalotzav have to say, somebody told me yesterday, oh, his grandfather was almost on the Titanic because he even has tickets from it and he missed it because he had the flu that day. It's not necessarily that he didn't say it, but okay. Oh, I didn't want to bring that story up. In Nachman's book, there's a story, not for now, where I drowned and uh, I was saved by Shmuel Brazil. And is that, well, uh, my, my father saved me. Shmuel Brazil was there. Yeah. What? So we'll ask him, ask him the story. Because somebody, somebody in Chicago went over and says, that story that Stefanski said true about, he says, yes. The guy said, oh, wow, all those fake stories that Stefanski said all the years, they're actually true. Fine. Torah Haroye Mabris Hayom. You see the, the, the Red Sea. Kriyas Yamsov. You see where Yeshua crossed the Yardin in Territory Israel. Ma'abris Nachli Aaron, the Gemara is going to explain. Avnei El Govish, the stones of El Govish. Gemara is going to explain. 
wall was swallowed right in its place. You have to make a bracha, a special bracha when you see it. There was a there's a Chris Yamsa by Yeshua. What is this? What's the story over there? Listen to this pasuk. It needs a lot of explanation. That's why I'll say, What in the world? One of the Pshatim says the Gemara Tana. It's actually the names of people called Ace and Vahiv. It's a great uh, storybook. Besufa means at the end. They have a what? Yeah. But it says, it's right, the name was Hav. Ace and Ha, Hav. Ace, S and Have. Ace and Have. And the Torah says Vahiv. And. The Havi, Mahachim, Shmeril and Beryl. They were walking behind Klai Yisrael. Why? Because they were Mitzrayim. They couldn't be there. And when Klai Yisrael was going through the desert, also in Meroi, the Miriam came. They made caves inside the walls to hide and to destroy Klai Yisrael. And they hid inside the walls. When Klai Yisrael comes there, they will kill them all. They didn't know these guy in the Aroin have a Misagi Kamai the Israel, the Aroin would go ahead of Klai Israel, like these bulldozers that go in front and they destroy everything. So this, this, the Aroin goes three days before, flattens everything. So Klai Israel doesn't have to go up and down, flat, flat surface. He also, now it's very interesting what happens after that. Flattened them out. The, the, the mountains went to each other. They all died. But Chayisrael had no clue because Chayisrael is going ahead and they don't see anything. And their blood spilled all the way to Arnoy. And when S and Vahiv showed up, they noticed all the blood. Explains Rashi. Why did they notice it in Chayisrael not? Because after the bulldozer leaves, and Klai Yisrael leaves, everything goes back to normal. <coughs> when it went back to normal, all of a sudden they see a lot of blood. And they realize the nace that happened. And they told Klai Yisrael, Vamru Shira. And Klai Yisrael had to say, Shira, I have to say, the, the, the streams, what streams? The streams of blood. It was leaning over, Bekitzer. This is hinted in the puzzle. Avniel Govish, my Avniel Govish. What is this? What, are, what kind of stones are we talking about? The stones that stood in the merit of the man. And they, they continued to fall in the merit of another man. Who's a man? So we're referring to the Barad. Makas Barad all of a sudden stopped in mid-air and was used later on, many years later, when Yeshua needed to use that ammunition. It stopped suddenly. It didn't go back down. It didn't fall to the ground. And because of this man, it came down. Yeshua 
So when the five kings were running, where these Avonim G'dayles come from? That's from the Avonim that are stood in one place in Shemaim until it was needed. So if you see one of those, if you happen upon one of those stones, you make a bracha. We have the Kabbalah from generations. Omar says to himself, how large is Klai Yisrael? Close to Parsi. They are three Parsi. Seven and a half miles. Let me grab some mountain, a small little mountain that's seven miles long. Now everybody says, how is it possible? He's a human being. Yes, he's huge. And we're going to see how huge he was. To lift up a mountain like that. So the Rashba comes along and he learns the whole sugya as a marshal that Oigmel Chabashan had a time against Klai Yisrael. He's the one that saved them with the Tsar there. So Moshe was worried that we're not going to go into Klai Yisrael. All thing, Ayin Shom. The only problem with the Rashban, he brings it up himself is, is that if it's all a mushal, so where are you making a bracha? Where are you going to bump into the mushal's bracha, to the mushal's stone? So he answers that, he says, he did want to kill Klai Yisrael with stones, smaller stones, huge stones. But not, yeah, he did that. But not the stone that we're referring to, not a seven mile stone. He wanted to kill them with a hundred foot stone. On those massive stones, you say a bracha. So he's schlepping it on his head like an Arab. I was trying to come up with a pshari, but I didn't have time. Why did Akash have to bring ants to make a hole in it? Akash can make a hole in it. No, he brought little ants, and the little ants dug, and it. And right? That's probably what's going on here. And then the, the mountain just slipped over his head and got stuck on his neck. So, on, on, so now. He's trying to lift the mountain from his neck and push it back up. He couldn't. Why? Have a He tried to get it off. Two giant teeth grew out and they went in different angles. And he couldn't get rid of the, the mountain. So now he has a seven and a half mile mountain stuck on his head. It's very hard to see when you have a seven and a half mile thing. So he's, he's walking around like a shaker. <laughs> you broke his teeth. No, I'll take your shibarto. As known, every time you say al it has it has something to do with the original word. It's just a play on the word. Shibarto, you made it longer. You didn't break the teeth. You broke his teeth in a way that they were so broken he couldn't get the thing off his his head. They were broken and that they were crooked. Moshe Kamahava says the Gemara, how did he die? Moshe Rabbeinu Esra Amos. We had a few times, Moshe Rabbeinu was by the Mishkot, he put the Parochas on, and the, uh, he had to be 10 Amos high. Esra Amos. Shokal Nargo, he took an axe by Esra Amos, and he took an axe that was 10 Amos, which is approximately 20 feet long. Shovar Esra Amos, he jumped up 20 Amos, higher than Michael Jordan. And he was able to, only to reach the ankle of Oig. And that's how he chopped him down. He, he jumped up and he hit him real hard on his ankle. And that was the end of Oig. What? That's what I figured, yeah. He fell down. But it wasn't so much afterwards when I saw Rashi. His body was found and it laid very, very long. So he fell down, that's very long. You're talking about the, the, the Arabs. They found Oig. But there was Arabs, not, not, there wasn't Oig. Those were just Arabs. No. In the desert, when they showed the Arabs showed the. 
They walked over there, but it wasn't it wasn't Oig. It was even other people that were huge. Harugi Midbar. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't remember. I think what you're referring to is that they were. They went under their knees like they were so huge. Those people. It was Harugi Midbar, I think. Fine. The, the stone that Moshe Rabbeinu, he put his hands down, uh, as soon as he lifted his hands, Gova Yisrael, but they had to bring a stone. If you see this, that stone, you make a bracha, the mound of salt of Lloyd's wife, the mound of salt I understand that you make a bracha on all the nisim, elishta shaloit, pernuso. It's bad news. Why would I make a, br- uh, a bracha about a, a nais? But it's mentioned in Mishnah in the, in the, in the paragraph of Eidah. If you see in the Tziv Melach, you make two brachas. One on Lloyd's wife, Baruch Dainemes, you have to also remember Lloyd. And then you say Baruch Zoycher Satsadikim, Lakish Baruchu, Omar Abyochan Afilim Shas Kashish Lakish Baruchu, Zoycher Satsadikim. He recalls the Tzadikim even when he's angry. Shenema Vib Shachi Zalikim is Orea Kikor, when he's destroying the Kikor, Vaiskor Lakim is Avram, Vishalach es Lloyd, Mitoicha Feicho. Vichom is Yerichosh Nivla. And when you see the wall that was swallowed up in the ground, Vichom is Yerichosh Nivla, it was swallowed, Vanafla. The wall fell, it wasn't swallowed. Since the width of the wall and the height of the wall were identical, so you're talking about a, a block, a square. It's impossible for, for, for a, 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 what do you call it? A, a cube, thank you, a cube to fall. Even if it tips over to one side, it'll still be the same exact position. It might move, but it can't fall. The only way it could fall is if it's swallowed by the ground. There are four people that have to say hoidah, that have to say... Yeah. So you have to say, it fell. It fell downwards. How? How? Who says it's made out of a bunch of bricks? Okay, that's... <laughs> it was a wall. Fine, Vatipo means this way. The fact is, it was Nivla. We just want to fit it into the Pasuk, see how the word fits in. We know what happened. Klaus was there. It went like this. The four people that have to say Goimel, the Shukhanaru brings, the, a way to remember them is from the word Chaim. They have life. Chaim, what does the Ches stand for? Not what you think. Chayla, but Chavosh. And the Yud is for Yisurim for Chayla. The other Yud is for Yam. And the Mem is Midbar. Chayim. It might be harder to remember that than to remember because of the, the confusion of Chayla and Chavosh. What? Mem is Matos? Nalashitasi. Umi Shahoya Chayla in Israpa. Oh, sorry. Yam, people that go across the ocean. So some say. Even if they go in a metal thing called a plane, they're going across the ocean, even though they never met a wave in their life. Those who go through the Midbar. How sick, that's a whole need in 
the Shulchan Aruch, obviously if somebody's very sick, but what if a person was just in bed? What if a person had a headache? You don't say. But the in-between one, some say you do say. He was incarcerated in jail. And he came out. Some again, in that also. Why was he? Because he had a, a speeding ticket. You know, if you speed, you do, you do 100 and something miles, they will arrest you. They could put you in jail for that. Do you say a bracha when you come out? Or it's only, you know, for murder charges or whatever. raised the Ruach this is a whole parakentilim discussing going through the, the, the water. And then finally it says, Yomar brings it again. So maybe do the high part later. All right. So, talking about the Midbar, Where's the high part? Come on, that was weak. No, Nachman. <laughs> We got one more, we got one more. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> two more, you're right. Maybe we started too high. Misha Cholov and Isrape. I started. I started. Misha Cholov and Isrape, person that was sick and became healthy. Because they were fools, that's why they became sick. So they scream out Akosh Borchu, Yishlach Dvor Bir Poem. Ayoidu Lashem Chazdo, Yoidu Lashem Chazdo, Yoidu Lashem Chazdo, even if they are something they are done. Misha Hoya Chavish Bevesa, Surman Alon, if you're in jail, Dixiv, Boysai, it's other, Swish Chodesh Odor, it's beautiful. Dixiv, Yoshe Chodesh Vitzamoves. Shadow of death. I love that word. The shadow of death. Take them out of the darkness and the shadow of death. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now most of the the Rift, the Rambam, etc. They say, sorry, have to say the brach in front of ten people. Not only ten, but out of the ten, you need two of them to be rabbanon. That's why it's best to say it in shul. That's the minute today we say in shul. We don't embarrass everybody. You guys are not telling me. Let's find two real gdoilim. Maybe all ten have to be Rabbanon. It has to be regular people. Maybe you need twelve people. Ten plus two Rabbanon. In fact, I don't know. But, because it's only Kashio, ten people is enough. Rabbi Yudha Cholash writes, so women, they, they, they sometimes they grab like 10 people coming out of shul so they can say it in front of them. That's what I've seen. I don't know how other people do it. Rashi says, Rav Chono Bagdasah means Rav Chono who came from Baghdad. Others say he was an expert in Agadita. So he was sick. Rabbi Yehuda was sick and he was cured. So Rav Chono came to visit another Amrilei. So they tell him, Thank, thank you, Hashem, that He gave you to us. He didn't give you to the ground. Thank goodness you're here. I don't have to say a goymel anymore. You have to say goymel in front of ten people. There are ten rabbanim that came. But He never said amen. So the question is, why does He have to say amen? It's a very important halacha. We learned that if somebody says a bracha and you want to be yaitza, you yaitza, even if you don't say amen. So why does the Gemara ask what happened? The answer is, the Rishonim say that I, I believe it's the Rashba, and there's different theories, and Rashba says because they weren't being yaitza, they didn't need it. They were saying it. He was the one, if a person is, is saying hamaiti for himself, the person listening doesn't have to say amen. But if he's just saying goimel for you, and he doesn't have to say goimel, you have to say amen. So it's a nafkmina la'alacha. Sometimes you do have to say amen, sometimes not. The Rukhiveger points out that they said in the wrong lashon. It's like in the third person. Havach na'alan. He didn't say, thank you Hashem for my saving. It's your, he said amen on what they said, and they said you. So that's not such a good bracha, he says. Fine, Omer of Yehuda, there are three people that need extra protection. Ve'lohein. And the protection is because they have a bad mazel. We're going to see there's two categories. Bad mazel and jealousy from the shadim. Ve'elohem, choyla, he has bad mazel. Chosim ve'kala is in the category of jealousy. The shadim are jealous of them. Bimasnisa ta'ana, choyla, chayo, chosim ve'kala. Or your lettuce in the category of bad mazel. Ve'yesh oimrim, af'avel, he's a bad mazel, he needs a special protection. 
He's in the category of jealousy from Shadim. We should stop here? We'll stop here. Yeah, because it continues into the sugya. You have to learn the